Hello, hello. Happy Monday. We are back. It's Denise and Jordan, and we have two special guests, but we're going to keep them a secret for a little bit longer. Um, housekeeping, Denise, I'm yes. going like, to make it away for Spin for a Cause. Yeah. So this episode is coming out on Monday, the 13th. We are riding on Saturday, the 18th. And so this is the last episode that's going to come out before spin for a cause. So if you have been waiting to donate, if you keep forgetting, if it keeps slipping your mind, if you mean to, and you haven't yet go donate now, it's, this will be the last week that we have to raise funds for suicide prevention with spin for a cause. And we are writing for Christian Hoskins. If you remember episode 19, Molly Hoskins, it is her son that she lost to suicide. So it's very important. We're, we're very excited. And how much have we raised so far? Well, our original goal was 750 and you guys are amazing. We've raised $1,700 so far. So our new goal in this last week is going to be 2000. So, um, the link to donate is in the show notes and yeah, I think that's it. You broke up a little bit there when you were saying our new goal. Is it 2000? Yes. 2000. Yeah. I have, um, faith that we will get there. Yes. But moving on, we have two of the cutest besties here, Callie and Carissa. If you are from Fairbanks, you know them, you love them, and you probably utilize their thriving businesses, Lowell Photography and Nori Creations. Say hi, ladies. Hi. Hi. (laughs) We're super excited to have you. And um, I mean, really, that's what I want to know is how you guys got your businesses to the point of where they're at and all the trials and tribulations that I know probably had to happen in order to get here. But before we get into that, I have always known you guys as a pair. I don't think I've ever <laughs> not known you guys as a pair. So I guess how many people ask us if we know each other <laughs> and it upsets me. <laughs> it makes Carissa very mad. <laughs> We're just not one without the other and we never have been. It's so funny. Yeah. Say that. <laughs> Well, exactly. So I guess, tell us, how how did you guys meet? We we met at Kirsten, our friend Kirsten Johnson, a lot of people know. We met at her birthday party. Freshman year? I don't don't know if it's freshman or sophomore year, but we, I don't even remember being like, hi, I'm Krista. And she was like, hi, I'm Kyle. It was just instantly, we were at each other's side and honestly have never left. Yeah. I truly don't remember an introduction. We were just, it was just there. And I don't feel like there was ever like that awkward, like getting to know you. I mean, maybe that's how it was when you're in high school. Like you don't have to go through the work of becoming friends, but it was just, I don't know. I didn't have like a lot of friends, but I, you're probably the only person who I've ever like clicked like that with that. I didn't like necessarily grow up with because all my other friends have basically been my like lifelong friends. Yeah. So I don't know. Soulmates. For a really long time, we um, celebrated our friendiversary. We've missed it a couple of years just because we forget, but it's in March. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. Kirsten's birthday yes March 11th. <laughs> yes it's a very um it's been a long time yeah so how old were you guys when you met I'm like 14 Four, yeah 15, 14 or 14 15 I don't think I had braces yet I don't remember and I got braces Christmas year freshman year or no I must have had braces, had then. braces then. yeah so yeah when we were 14 maybe just turned 15 that's and awesome. we're going to be 
29 this year. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So half your life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Our families are each other's families. Yeah. Nice. Carissa was my, um, uh, my nephew's and my niece's nanny for a while because I lived in Florida. Mm-hmm. So oh. She spent a lot of time with them without me. Oh. Will do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So, okay. So, but like, what's the journey of this friendship? Like, I mean, you guys are obviously best friends and then you're just like, you know what, let's just open, let's just open businesses together. And like, how'd we get here? The funny thing is, I don't remember exactly when it started, but basically our entire friendship, we have talked about having either our own businesses or a business together. Like that's been a main topic of our friendship very, very for the very last often. 15 years. Yeah. And we never knew what it was going to be, but like, even now we have a new idea every week. I'm not <laughs> saying that we're going to like do it, but we're just, I know me, I'm not like a, I'm not a good employee. I don't work good under people and I can admit that about myself. And we've always worked together. We used to work at Brugger's together. Like basically all our jobs we've had, we've had together. Even jobs that we didn't have, we did together. We both worked at car dealerships across the street from each other. And we would like email each other, even though we worked in completely different departments. We still had to call the car dealerships. We'll talk with other people. I was like an office person. I moved to Wasilla and I worked at a car dealership and we still, I mean, we worked for the same company then, but we would still email each other, like work drama. So we've always been in some sort of business relationship as well. Yeah. Been together. But we've always talked about how we wanted to have our own business and it's always changed, but we wanted the business to be like, we've I don't know, come up with so many different things and we still have like ideas that we want to do like, every week in the future, but we're only 29. So we have plenty of time to just relax, but that's basically been one of the foundations of our friendship for some reason is having businesses. And I honestly don't know why, when we started our own individual businesses, why we weren't just like, let's just start Chris and Cal's now. That's what our business would be called when we started. It's Chris and Cal. <laughs> Chris and Cal. <laughs> I love that you already have the name picked out. That's adorable. Yeah. Established 2010. Yeah. <laughs> 2009. Yeah. It was, and it's always, yeah, it's always changing. But like, we think either we need, that would be great for like young adults or what Fairbanks could use that they don't have. And, and then obviously becoming moms put, uh, you can do anything when you're a mom, but for it's uh, been a little much, so it's gonna put a back burner on like those bigger few years when our kids are a little in bit school, more self-sufficient. Indif- yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Does that time yeah. come? Self-sufficient children? I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe just. I guess when they're both in school full time, yeah. so they're like away for a bit. Free free childcare, hopefully. That would be nice too. Yeah, when we can like put them and when they're old enough to go to public school. Yeah. All day. For sure. Alonzo and I I have those conversations too of like, this is what we're gonna do when both the kids are in school all day. Yep. Yes. We have that conversation (laughs) all the time. Ren started her first year preschool this year and we you know we put her in preschool early, but she needed it so bad. Uh, now that summer hit and I don't have daycare or preschool, I almost forgot what it was like to be with my kids 24-7. And I love them, but oh my gosh, 
I can't do it someday. <laughs> I know like, it's so hard. I miss her teachers so, so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's funny. funny. So when we first started chatting about having you guys on, um, you guys had talked about maybe some trauma, some work trauma that maybe, I guess my question is, I mean, cause we all have these ideas, right. Of these things that we potentially want to start. And sometimes it's like just pulling the trigger or actually taking that like first few steps into making it reality. So I'm curious if something like that happened or what made you guys get to the point of like, you know what, now's the time. Well, I, so my business started October of 2020 and I wasn't working yet. And I had like this idea in my head that, oh my gosh, I want to be a stay at home mom jokes on me. I never want to be a stay at home mom again. Um, (laughs) It would be nice to have like a space for them to go while I work from home. But um, it got to the point where like nearing the end of 2020, I was like, okay, I actually probably need something that's going to give me more income because I had to do that in order to get like my kids in childcare because it wasn't financially worth it. So I started working and then I still like tried to maintain and grow my own personal business while I was working. And I did that for a little bit. And then it just got to be so much like being dedicated to a job and being on someone else's schedule where it's like, I don't have the energy to put into my business, what I need to. And then the more I delve, dove into my business, I realized how much marketing is like a huge part of making your business succeed. Mm -hmm. So dealing with a job that I was at and then all of that sucking the energy out of me because again you're like working under another person who like needs so much dedicated time out of you it's really hard in the workplace especially to draw boundaries and be like well I have this that I'm doing and I need to be able to leave at this time or I need to be able to take this day off or not work six seven days a week because I want to do what's best for my business for my family that got to be that actually got to a point where I had to close my bit, my books for my business. So for like six months, I maybe not a full six months, maybe for four months, I had to completely like close down my books and I like, didn't take on any clients. I was working a lot of hours and actually Carissa started working with me because per usual (laughs) with one comes the other. (laughs) And, uh, it got to the point where I was just so burnt out that I was like, I, I didn't have time. And I don't, I'm sure this comes with being burnt out, but like, I didn't have the time or energy for my kids. I got home and I went to sleep. I was lashing out at my kids. And like, I take a lot. I don't take a lot now, but at the time, I think I was taking three different medications for mental health. So like I took, can I talk about that? Of course. Okay. (laughs) Mental maintenance. Well, I know you can talk. You can talk about anything. I'm I'm not a doctor. I'm not prescribing anything to anyone. (laughs) But I got prescribed. I talked to a psychiatrist to get prescribed for um, Wellbutrin, which at one point, because no, no one ever told me about this, but postpartum mom rage is a thing. And because I felt so burned out and overworked, I would constantly like what I call it, rage out on my kids. And so I was on. A medication for that. I was on a medication for sleeping, um, which 
was actually also supposed to help the raging, but it just knocked me out. So I slept with it. And then I also take Lexapro. And so then I was like on all these medications while I was working. And it seemed like everything that I did or like every time I turned around, it was still trying to play this like ever living game of catch up. So then I was like, screw it. The business can wait. I don't actually need to do what I need to do for that. I felt like a really bad friend because I put my best friend in a similar situation. Well, the thing with Callie is she's a very good employee and she will give you every ounce of her to like support you and like overwork her hours and like stay on the, like she'll be off the clock and still working. And when I say I'm a bad employee, I mean, I won't do that. I'm there for a certain amount of time and I am off. Like I always put my family first and I always have with my jobs, especially now that I have kids. Um, And I've just had situations where I've been shown how much more important my family is to me personally than a job. And I think that had to do with like me losing my parents. And I had worked for a job that was so awesome and gave me all the time I needed and didn't make me feel stressed out about missing a few days or having to leave during a project because they were like your family's first. So then I've always kept that in mind. So then I, then Callie is like the opposite. She'll give you everything she has. And then when I went to the job, it was the same thing. It was just kind of like, this job didn't care about our personal lives or the fact that we have four children between us that we weren't spending time with. And I have my spouse that I wasn't spending time with when he does shift work. Mm-hmm. And I, it was just like a 24 hour on the clock type of thing. And like by boundaries, it's like, we all know like the working hours and stuff, but there would be days where like, it seemed like I was working until nine o'clock at night because we were getting like messages or like, you would wake up to a message about like some catastrophic thing that was happening that had to be fixed right then and there, or like a large part of what we did had to do with marketing, I think business. Mm -hmm. And it got to the point where I was like, for lack of better words, holy shit, I have to, if I want to continue to thrive, I need to like put my kids first, take some notes out of Carissa's book set some boundaries to be like my kids my kids go to school at 7 30 and they have to be picked up by 5 30. those are the only hours that I have in between my day to get anything done and I'm a single mom so if I and there were so many times where I had to go pick up her kids which is never right, a problem right I you know I would always do anything for them but there was times where like it would be going she so set late that, she set that boundary but <laughs> I would have to go pick up her kids so then that also affected our personal businesses too right just no support from people around us and no time left in our days Talk about everyone has the same 24 hours but not really <laughs> so much more <laughs> uh employers too that are are like that tend to when they find those those employees that will go above and beyond Mm-hmm. there's like a difference between like awarding that and having a boss that tells you like go yeah, home like you need to yeah. go versus yes. like oh she'll stay late I, so I'm just gonna ask her to stay late like the- and I would go in because I worked like remotely with this job and I would go in and I'd be like I know that you're off leave <laughs> and she'd be like no I just have one more thing like leave someone else can do it like you need to leave like I've had times in my past where putting like my family and stuff first wasn't the best when it came to my job, but especially now that I have my kids, I'm like, I, when I say I have to go, I have to go Mm -hmm. and it's for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was, it got to the point where I was like, I don't, I don't even know what the tipping point was for me, 
I, I, oh, I know what it was. <laughs> um, I'm a, I'm a single mom. Of twins, three-year-old twins. And um, <laughs> yeah, so they're like already hyperactive. They're a lot. And I was told that um, like, I, cause I can't, I can't go home and work more if I wasn't able to get done what I needed to in the workday because I was asked to do a bunch of other things. And so when I at one point had said, I, there's no way that I can work at home. Like some people might be able to do it, but I can't with my kids. Well, Cause you would work until close to five and then get home. Right. You still have to do bedtime for two kids. Dinner, bath, bath time. time. Yeah. Um, and I was told that this, our, um, previous employer knew a lot of single moms that worked harder than me. So I said, okay, <laughs> I'll find a different single mom. Yes. Right. <laughs> and it's not to say that, like, I'm not saying that I don't work just as hard now because now I work three jobs, but, um, it's just the atmosphere that yeah, changes it all. Yeah. the environment, the, the attitudes and stuff, the energy that is given to you. So then the positive energy. Right. Now right. We previously didn't have. So then when I left, I went for, I opened my books back up. I left in the beginning of 2022. I opened my books back up and I started marketing. And marketing, then like putting myself out there, like my, my true self and who I am and who people like are going to get when they work with me. I just to throw random number, not random numbers, but I've already doubled what I made in the first five months of 2022 that I made all of 2021. Wow. In my personal business by having the time to actually work for myself because I didn't before. Yeah. Putting yourself and your family first right paychecks are important but not to an extent where it's going to like damage your relationships yeah and I don't right and I don't take I only take one antidepressant now as opposed to taking three Mm -hmm. and it just made a big difference in that aspect and now I have so much more energy to do other things like go on the train out of last land love it Carissa Uh, didn't make that realization before I did though I let her fly with it. But for me, I obviously, I mean, I was like a lot of people I started during COVID. I've always been creative and my family's just also creative. Like every single woman in my family from my mom's side, from my dad's side, just creative when it comes to like interior design, parties, like every, we're just a crafty group of bitches. Me and my family. Yeah. Just like I don't know. It was just like born into me. So I've always been that kind of person, but I never knew exactly what I like to do. And I've always been, I used to tell my mom when I was younger, I'm going to grow up and I'm going to have like two daughters and I can't wait to throw their birthday parties. Like I've been saying that my whole life, as long as I can remember. And that's mainly what got me into it. Cause now I have my two daughters and I was doing their birthday parties and I would see like TikToks of these like balloons and stuff. And I'm like, I can do that. Like, I know I can do that. And so I just started doing it and I I've taken classes for it. Um, I continue to take classes, educate myself because balloons are actually way more scientific than most people realize. That shit's hard. (laughs) I did a setup for her once and I I was like, raise your prices. (laughs) I was, uh, yeah, this January I was sick in the hospital and it was the first time I was ever going to have to cancel on somebody. And it was the worst feeling ever. And Callie went and did the balloons for me and nobody noticed they thought I did it and it was amazing. But while I was working at this job, I 
was a marketing manager from home. Um, my employer thought it was like a part-time job, which um, I don't know, Jordan, you do your Zaya stuff. Like, you know, it's basically a 24 hour job to do marketing stuff. Mm-hmm. Creating content mm-hmm. is effing hard. It's hard. It's really hard. And there was always like something I was doing wrong or something I was missing or something I needed to do more when I have also like taken like a few workshops with some of the marketing stuff. So uh-huh. like, and then this employer like didn't believe me with certain things. And so it was like super discouraging. And I had done like a balloon setup for them and they wanted like a discount, which is like fine. I'm all for like certain people, you know, giving discounts, but from like another small business owner, it was almost like a slap in the face. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I also need to feel supported. And this employer just didn't never acted like my business was real or that it was just kind of like a silly hobby. And I was making three times more a month on my balloons than I was being paid for being a marketing manager. Emphasis on the word manager because that didn't come with. Yeah, which like means the all the posters, like ad- all types of advertisement. Like I created all of the files, like the email templates, like everything. And I was still trying to do my own business. And then it got to a point where, you know, there was times like how, this employer would do with Callie being like, Oh, can you stay a little bit later? And I would say no, and it would cause some like tension, but I'm like, I'm off at this time, which means I'm off. Like, and I set my boundaries and I'm really good at setting my boundaries. And I was like, I will not. And so it just kind of caused some rifts and then, or it was just crazy. And then when I, I finally had my final straw and I left before Callie did, and I just, couldn't do it I think I had like a paycheck that was like a hundred dollars for like a month a month's worth of work and I was like I'm done right now that's it for me like I I have a family to support and then since then since leaving I felt like the biggest weight was lifted off my shoulders and I felt I couldn't believe how like low I felt for so long Mm -hmm. you don't realize it until you're like out of that yeah but now even to this day I have Callie doing most of my reels, helping me with most of my (laughs) social media because I have like PTSD and like, I just, I can't do it. I can't market my own business. Like I have for my previous employer because it just took so much out of me. And I just, I I truly just cannot do it. Like Chris is literally never on her phone. Never. I never on my phone, which you have to be when you have a small business, but I don't even know where my phone is half the time. (laughs) And it's like, I bought an Apple watch so people could reach me because I would never answer my phone. And I couldn't couldn't tell you where it is. (laughs) It stayed in the drawer for a while. So it caused some of that kind of like PTSD stuff, me not wanting to like market myself. And that's how, especially with my small business, no one's going to know about me unless I market. Mm -hmm. So it's like a struggle to get back into that and like force myself. Well, what's the time frame? Like how long ago was all of this for both of you? For me, I left in January. This January. It was before New Year's? No, it was January. It was January. It was like the very beginning of January. Oh. And I had started working there in July of 21. Yeah, June, July, 21, July of 21, which is the same month I took my very first official invoice with Nori Creations. And in that like six months, yeah, that I had worked for this employer, I made triple in my balloons than what I had made being a marketing manager 
for the six months. And that wasn't even your busiest time for balloons either. No, that was when like a lot of people didn't know about me and I wasn't doing as much um, as like I'm doing now. And it's not, I'm not making like a million dollars. So if that puts it into perspective, if that puts it into perspective, how truly little I was making. And there had been so many conversations about how this was so much, how much work it is and just being like totally disregarded in my feelings or what I needed more from like this company, this business that they weren't giving me. And it was just like thrown aside or given like a bunch of metaphors to try to unravel yeah. and be like, you need to find it within yourself. And I'm like, I'm good. I, I know what I need. I, right. I'm, I'm telling you what I, I need. I know my boundaries. I know, I know what I need. And I'm good at knowing that I'm the type of person that I know that I'm good at knowing what I need in those situations. I was like, so if it takes, but I'm not someone who likes confrontation. So if I'm coming to you, I know exactly what I need. Mm-hmm. And I've thought about it and I, and so it was just super dis. It was like a, it was, yeah. And it was the really quick, I mean, it didn't happen as quick as you would hope, but like the realization for us happened a lot sooner than I know some people have had in that same position. I started in January of 2020 and I thought that, so then we had like, there was a whole thing that happened. And then in June or July, around the same time that Chris started, I had taken a managerial position in that. Uh, business and uh, within five months I was like oh heck no (laughs) but then there was people that were like before me who would say certain things you know how like you have like what are red flags in a relationship yeah (laughs) they need to talk about red flags in the workplace Mm -hmm. and uh, I wish and I feel really bad I was actually talking with a friend today or last night and I was like I feel so bad for the things that I sold to certain people um, to come into there to like, not to come in as like clients or customers or patients or whatever, but like to bring people onto a team like Carissa, like I feel bad for being like, Oh, it's great. Well, you just wanted people around you that were like supportive. (laughs) Yes. It was yeah. really fun in the beginning. Cause it is such like a fun business. And like, I love like, what this business wanted to give to our community and stuff like that. And it just ended up being kind of like a front almost like very fake. And I know there was like a situation where I had done like one of my first like balloon setups and I just felt so great. And I felt so proud of myself. And the owner of this business was like in there at one point and someone asked about the balloons and I had like some business cards and she's like, Oh, just somebody did them and like totally brushed it off. And I was like, Oh, that could have been, a potential client like I'm also trying to start something and it was just somebody who preached like shop small and stuff like that but then didn't truly like do that and that's why I ended up deciding to quit so I could focus on my own mental health first of all and then also my business which has thrived so much more now that I can give it attention and I still have my own boundaries in my business like if it's past six o'clock I'm not gonna reply to somebody Mm because I'm with my kids and even though they drive me crazy I want to be able to give them some of my time yeah where I'm not on the phone not doing this and that because I do my office is in my home so they see me working a lot and they know like oh I gotta leave mom alone she's working 
So like after six o'clock, I don't reply to people. On the weekends, I rarely reply to people because I'm with my family. Or you're doing installs. Or I'm most of the weekends I am doing installs for people. <laughs> but then once I'm done with the installs, like I won't even post what I did for even like a couple of days or a couple of weeks because I one and burnt out from doing install because it's a lot of work or I just need to spend time with my family and then that like leaving that situation I think a large part of it was that took us a long time it honestly didn't take us a long time to realize it but working for people or someone that doesn't have children Mm. it's a very different environment if I work for people that have kids and I've been told like oh like if you have to go get your kids, go get your kids. And it's never before it was like an expectation for me to, there were times when I worked because there wasn't anyone else to work. And I had my kids sitting out in my truck while I was working. And I'd like have to go in and check on them every once in a while to make sure I can't do that now because they, they'd be unbuckling so quick. But, um, and when I got to that point, I was like, you need to stop. I was like, that's, it's not, it's not safe. First of all. Yeah. Well, cause like I said, like I've always put my own, I've always tried to at least put my own mental health and family before a job, especially once I had kids. And it's like, if I don't have someone to watch my kids, like I know, like, not that it would be a reoccurring thing, right? then it becomes an issue. But like, if you're just like really stuck in the mud and you're like, Hey, like I never missed work. I really don't have someone to watch my kids today. Like somebody should be understanding of that. that right. Or like three-year-olds can't watch themselves and it's not their fault. I wish they could. Yeah. <laughs> or like to be in the position to have someone like an owner or a boss who's like oh we get it like you can't watch it you don't have someone to watch your kids this day stay home with your kids we'll cover that shift or we'll work or we'll make it work don't you stress about childcare? like you stay home with your kids and mm-hmm. we had just each been told at least a handful of times that they can hey, come. yeah they can come <laughs> it won't be a problem right <laughs> or that kids aren't an excuse to yeah. like have to leave early or have to or why you can't get or or it's not an excuse why you have to leave when you're scheduled to leave was the main thing that always bothered me but or yeah I'm working from home I have my kids that was before my kids were it was right before they were in school and daycare but because of this job is mainly why I put my youngest who's two in a daycare which is expensive. And thankfully one of Callie's family friends watches her for like a lower rate, but I still wasn't making enough to even cover that childcare, which I got specifically for this job and put my oldest who's four in preschool, which, and she, because of COVID, we just couldn't find very many options. So she goes to a private school, which we pay for. So I wasn't even making enough to cover my childcare that I was doing for this job, just so I could be there. more without a change in pay yeah yeah did you ever see like once you put the kids in school did you ever see a higher paycheck I started out as like a personal assistant type of thing um and then I got bumped up to a marketing manager and there was no pay raise not even a penny there was nothing like that it was just like the solid all the way and I wasn't someone who was like making tips and stuff like that so yeah there was never that was probably my very first job uh, in my life was at Papa John's. And I can say, I think I made more there than I did. Um, and that was when I was 14. Are you even allowed to have a job when you're 14? I don't know. Parents <laughs> oh. Yeah, a few, a few places. Yeah, not a lot. <laughs> that doesn't seem 
seem right. <laughs> but I, yeah, I was 14 when I worked there and I think I made more than, than I did. But then it just put into perspective a lot how important it is to have like positive energy and just positive attitudes around you. Like not focusing on problems all the time, but yeah. just like being positive and even and with, even with problems, you can still be positive. Like I, so I've read this thing before and I brought this to a previous boss's attention because it applies in your personal life, but it also applies in your work life. And I'm happy that I'm in an environment now where this is like the mindset and like the foundation. But if you like, when you go home for the day, even if you've had a shit day at work, 10 seconds before you walk in the house, just put a smile on your face. Cause those, in those 10 seconds, it like changes your attitude towards your kids towards your partner towards even if you're just going home to like sit on the couch and I was like me personally because I struggle and I have struggled with very severe depression and anxiety before like I've been in down in the doldrums deep I don't like making other people feel like that like I don't like making other people feel like they're miserable or like I don't like Carissa says a lot of my friends have actually said that like I can set the mood of a room and so when I'm in a bad mood, everybody's in a, in a bad, bad mood. mood. <laughs> I don't like doing that. Allie has that touch. She's one of those people. She sets the mood. No matter who else is in a room with her, like she sets the mood. And which I, is it? Which is a strength. It depends on which how is, I'm using it. It, it is a strength <laughs> a lot, which I think makes her a good like business owner, a good employee. But yeah, there's days where it could be like a weakness. But for the most yeah. part, it's, it's like a strength. Not a lot of people are like that. And so there would be times where like, I would go into work and I'm like, okay, we're going to, no matter what, like, we're going to make it a good day or we're going to make, we're going to have a positive attitude. But then like other managers would come in or like the owner would come in and there would just be this cloud, like this literal tears flowing everywhere. Doom and gloom. (laughs) And I'm like, I, it's so exhausting being the only person that's trying to like lift spirits because we all go home. And one of the things that was, should have been a red flag in the workplace was, one of our like guidelines that we followed was um, you leave everything at the door and like what's going on outside of home. You don't bring that into the workplace. So I tried really hard not to do that, especially on days where like I didn't get any sleep the night before because I have twins who like to crawl into my bed or like to stay up, but I would still show up in like a good mood. But then you'd have other people who would come in who you would expect to uphold those same guidelines just in a bad mood. Yeah. And then everyone's walking on eggshells and everyone's like, oh, waiting for the next like foot to drop and like what's catastrophic that's gonna happen today. And, and that's I, exhausting. And I worked remotely from home and I still got that same energy. And I wasn't even in the workplace mm-hmm. and I still got that same energy. But so but now that we're out of that situation, we've realized so much how it really impacted us mm-hmm. negatively. And we've used it, mainly Callie, we've used it for good for our own businesses. I'm still kind of in a rut, just mainly with the marketing stuff, but like, I'm still like having more bookings, you know, more than I have before and having more time to focus on what I actually want to do. And now having people around me that actually support what I do. One of the biggest things that we really realized is community over competition and like where we were previously, it would always be like, and I, I definitely fell into the the like pattern or the like the the negative energy to be like oh well they're doing that because we did that or how Which are we is, gonna one up them it's it's you don't need that small community like ours that is truly disgusting behavior <laughs> like it really doesn't there's enough people to 
support everyone, which is well, the, the consumers feel it when business owners. Yes. hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. And it's, and it's really just, frustrating as consumers. It's like, yeah, it's just, what? it's gross. I it's, look back yeah. on some of the things that like I would say, or I would do. And I'm just like, why did I think like that? Yeah. Because like, now it's like the more, the merrier, like, right do it we support you ask me questions you want to know how I'm doing this ask me I'm more than happy to help you yeah Yeah. like it's exciting to have people with similar businesses to you starting up or you finally have someone that you can like fully connect with with like some of these problems like some of my Callie doesn't understand some of Callie's problems I don't understand just in the business world because it's just different businesses that do go hand in hand most of the time but now it's just easier for us to have a positive outlook to support other people as well, which is why we've recently hosted a business babes brunch. And the main thing of it was to just get to know other business owners, owners like in person, know Mm -hmm. their faces, not just what they post on Instagram, right? Know that they like that we support each other, whether we're in the same line of business or not. And like, we all have families, we all have kids, we all have different stuff going on. And like, we get it and we support you. Yeah, we had so many name. people that were like, we had so many realtors that were there. And I mean, yeah, everyone's in competition to like get the client, but also, you know how when you work for like a customer service job, it's so fun to talk about like the customer service service experiences. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be on someone's level that relates to that kind of thing. So while I don't know anything that goes on in real estate, other realtors do and they can like bond over that. And while like, Carissa has no idea what it's like to deal with like a difficult photography client. A few other friends that I have that are in the photography world, they can be like, oh my gosh, yeah. And then I had to deal with editing this out. It was a nightmare. Yeah, it's so much easier for everybody and so much more uplifting, uplifting to be friends and supporters rather than feel like, oh, they're doing what I'm doing or I need to do that. I could do that better. Yeah. Like it's not like that and it doesn't matter if they can or can't do it better than you like they're still out there doing it and and this is hard it's so hard to support it regardless how quickly after you both got out of that situation did you kind of feel that weight lifted or feel like the clouds parting a little bit like what like Callie you said you went from three medications to one like how quick was that transition after you left with the day that I put in my notice I did give a two-week notice the day that I put it in um I told a previous co-worker who had been in a similar position before um I was like yeah I just put in my notice and the next day she saw me and she was like how do you feel did you have a stress headache when you woke up this morning and I said no it was the first time in weeks that I did not wake up with a headache right in the nape of my neck because I wasn't like dreading what problems I was going to fix. And I love being a problem solver. I've always liked being the person that people were like, Oh, Callie can fix that. Callie knows, Callie will know what to do, but it wasn't like, that wasn't the right environment for it. And it was seriously the next day that I was like, Holy shit. I honestly felt better within like an hour. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, my anxiety meds didn't lower, but I feel like I've been on those since I was born. Basically <laughs> I don't think will ever change. Um, <laughs> But, and I'm just on like a super low dose. So I still feel like lows and highs, but it's not crazy. But I noticed the difference of like raging out on the boys. I, that went away. I mean, I do it. There are times when I'll do it a little bit. Yeah. Like even then I don't feel 
like there would feel like there was moments that I would black out because I was so angry at them but really it was just me projecting Mm -hmm. my problems onto them and that went away within a week of me quitting Mm -hmm. like of my last I I had originally put in like a two-month notice basically yeah oh I forgot about that um and then there was just one day got that last paycheck and I was like this is this the one I'm being so (laughs) undervalued like and I've spoken up about it enough times and I'm just literally nothing to this business is what they're showing me and I immediately quit I immediately resigned Mm. that day Mm -hmm. that minute and then 10 minutes later I already felt like I had my own life back yeah just there's dancing around the house and I get text at like 10 p.m and then in the morning being like oh so we're not going to do that and I'm like it was 10 p.m I'm I'm I am what I am someone who is not on my phone like even like I barely even text Callie past 9 p.m and I was like I there is no way on God's green earth that I'm going to reply to that at 10 p.m like and so then just having that being able to like breathe and enjoy like my own self and not have to under someone's thumb you're constantly waiting for the next for the next like oh well this needs to happen and this needs to happen and like carissa in her position was asked to give like a um a calendar like what she's working on and she would do that and then it would be completely disregarded so it's like why did i just waste this time to make out this calendar for nothing yeah because now i'm being told to do something else it was a lot of wasted time a lot of wasted like energy just a lot of like not being valued and but it was eye-opening like I've had so many jobs that I've loved and so many bosses that were so I've had bosses from previous jobs that I still see and I still go visit and I still text with and they're still a very big part of my I'm going to invite them to my wedding like I still (laughs) love them you know they support they always supported me they still support me and so it's like it was just this one job that really kind of changed our mindset because we I mean everyone has like crappy jobs here and there and I have like in the past but I've also had I had also really previously seen jobs that are still yeah like I yeah my pre my job before that job they still support me they still text me they still po- repost my installs that I post and they're still like huge supporters of me even though I had left that job mm-hmm. before and then this job was just kind of and it's not to say that, like, I mean, we we definitely want to put positivity out into Fairbanks, but also I think a really big thing that is important to us now is once you've dealt with a certain kind of person or you've dealt with a certain situation, you want to help other people see past that. Yeah, like, it really is traumatizing because yes. like, what other businesses am I like working with that aren't going to like support me or they're going to like try and... I don't know, pull one over on me. And especially in this, like the community we have, it's so. Well, and you'd rather not support businesses that aren't supporting their employees, you know? Yeah. Or other businesses as well. With our brunch, one of the biggest, biggest things to me was yes. If people want to donate things, that's great. But we, I, we shelled out a lot of money for it by buying from other small businesses. We didn't ask anyone for trades. We didn't ask like oh, hey, we'll give you a gift certificate for this product of ours if you'll give us something in return. And there was a few people who um, did offer things for free. um, That wanted to like donate to the cause. Yeah, it was something that we just really wanted to put on. 
honestly, no matter how much the cost to just have some business owners have a day that's relaxing and to know that they are supported. Right. And we did have some, like all of our prizes were from, I don't think anything in our prizes were not local. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just like a really fun day to be able to support. Like we didn't want handouts necessarily. No, and that's- we wanted to be able to support them. And it was like, we were able to support so many businesses and so many businesses came to support us. And it was just so fun. It makes you realize that there is like more businesses than not in this community mm-hmm. that support each other and want everybody else to thrive. And yeah. our previous workplace, there would be times where like for giveaways, Carissa would have to like cold call people to ask for them to give something to us rather than just being like, oh, hey, can I buy a $25 gift card off of you? Which is my worst fear is a cold call. <laughs> I, if I don't know your number, I'm not answering me. Like, even calling the dentist, I'm like, no, I can't. It's literally my worst fear. <laughs> Probably one of the main roots of my anxiety. I, I, I can't even call the dentist. I go to Callie's sister-in-law and I'm encouraging my <laughs> And the only reason I go there is because she is a mother to me. <laughs> and so, so that was like, asked the wrong person. Yeah, like if, if we were doing, if we're hosting a giveaway or if we're doing something like we're not, we're still going to, we're going to put money in other people's pockets that are working just as hard as we are. Right. And that's that places don't deserve that support, but it's like, it really makes you stop and think when people say that they're doing something for the community or that they do a lot for the community, are they really, or are they finding ways around it? Mm -hmm. Doing it like wholeheartedly or just to gain something. Yeah. And we weren't, yeah, trying to gain anything with that. We really just wanted to hang out. We wanted to have fun. We wanted to make some friends <laughs> yeah. our kids. And we wanted to have, like, good An snacks. And yeah. Wear something well, other than my pajamas for a day. <laughs> um, two things. I think, one, I want to congratulate you guys on, on hosting the brunch. I think it's things like that that really make a ripple effect in a small community like Fairbanks. Mm-hmm. Um, and two... I think talking about this and your guys's, um, experience is so important because so many people are in similar environments Mm -hmm. and it's really unfortunate. And I, people, especially now, I feel like it's really hard for people to hold boundaries, especially with their employers, because I do feel some sort of dedication and commitment to them. Um, Mm -hmm. But like we were talking about when your family is at the other end of that, you know, at what point, at what point does it give? So thank you for coming on and sharing it. Um, and also inspiring people to like do the things they've been talking about for 15 years. Right. Right. Um, Yes. It doesn't, it it can start small and it can uh, grow into something really big and beautiful. And I think another thing that I take away from this is, um, you guys now know the boss that you don't want to be right. And the boss you do want to be, because I couldn't, can see both of your guys' businesses growing to where you do have employees. And, um, you know, you, even just the brunch is a morale, a morale vent in itself. Right. (laughs) And those people aren't your employees. They're your sideline business babes and I just think it's really cool so congratulations thank you yeah and I would like to hear can each of you just kind of give a quick because we've touched on it I mean I can I can tell what your businesses are but do you want to just give kind of a quick rundown of what you both do in the name and who does what business just so that the listeners know for sure who's who and who does what (laughs) also explain the names because your guys's names are very unique yes okay 
I am um, I'm Carissa and I do the <laughs> Nori creations. Nori is um, a Swedish word. It means young, which is my last name. Um, so oh, my dad's last name, you know, and my mom, her family was from Sweden. Um, and I, I lost both my parents in the last five years. So it was kind of oh. just something it's, it's me basically. <laughs> um, and I have, you know, in the background, I have me and my brother, he's obviously also a <laughs> young and we're kind of doing some business things to hopefully like grow. And so it truly is just a family business down to the root of it. Um, and that's, and I have a cousin, um, she has an interior design. It's called Sisu designs, which is also a Swedish word. So ghost Swedes, but, um, <laughs> I, and I do uh, balloons, balloon, not mainly just balloon garlands, but in an organic way, kind of like a Pinteresty organic way of balloon garlands and not like just balloons. Not, yeah, not balloon <laughs> animals. Don't ask me, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of just fun balloon displays for any type of event to just kind of level it up. Like it can be really for anything. I did something for a dentist for his birthday or somebody who's coming back to work after having a baby, just a little something fun. Like they can be as big or as small as people want, just, you know, depending on their budget and stuff. And I've done so many different things from birthdays to weddings to corporate events corporate events I've done a couple um I had somebody who was so sweet asked me we ended up running out of time but they had asked me to do stuff for a family member's funeral service which I thought was super cool and and yeah the balloons they honestly last for I think the longest I've had a customer have them is five months before they were like baby's gotta go um, <laughs> let's pop them I just recently did some for a family member and her kid's birthday was like a month ago and she still has them up in their room and they really are high quality which is sometimes where the price comes in you know, everything is shipping in Alaska there's not like a wholesaler mm-hmm. for balloons and we're just getting out of a balloon worldwide balloon shortage <laughs> thanks to COVID so it's been crazier than ever to order supplies and uh, things like that so that's basically what I do and they're really cool like I've I mean we'll definitely post you know in our post of the episode we'll post like stuff from both of your guys businesses but the balloon sculpture things are just I very unique especially here thank you yeah there's I do walls garlands anything and just getting started (laughs) (laughs) I um when I first decided to start my business I was like well I can't use my name because a lot of photographers use their name like there's so many photographers that use their name because it's identifying my name is really hard to spell and it's really hard for people to pronounce like my whole name yes and I was like I just I would hate I mean even now like my business name isn't super people look at it and they're like what does that say what does that mean but it's short and sweet and I'd rather people be like oh yeah lol like at least you're kind of getting like you it's not super hard to pronounce whereas my first name isn't spelled traditionally. My last name isn't spelled traditionally. So it I still can't spell her last name. It didn't, make sense. <laughs> it didn't make sense to have that as my business name. So like while I was working on kind of my brand before I even like launched my business, I was like, well, I kind of want, I really want to highlight on motherhood. So I'm, I'm a bumps and babies photographer and I love capturing babies in like all stages of life. So whether it's like a newborn baby or if it's like your senior, like that's still your baby. So 
in that I was like, well, I have a really chaotic life. I don't want people to feel chaos when they're working with me. I want them to have like (laughs) kind of a sense of calm. And I'm pretty sure one day I was just like, yeah, I really like the word lull. And I was like, I don't even think I know what that means. And I looked it up and it's, it literally means like a state of calm, like lullaby, or you lull someone to sleep, or you lull a baby to sleep. And I was like, oh, that was serendipitous. Yeah. So that's where the name lull photography came from is it, I want when people are in my presence to feel a sense of calm. Yeah. I can be like, really, I'm really loud. I'm, I can be really obnoxious. Um, I have a really like obnoxious laugh, (laughs) but when people are working with me, I don't want them to feel like their life is in shambles because (laughs) my life is always in shambles. And again, that's showbiz baby. (laughs) I know what people (laughs) go through and I don't want to like be the root of that for them. And I started like, when I first started, I was just doing really whatever, but I wanted to focus on like motherhood and the journey of motherhood. And I believe that like, even when it's not pretty, it's still perfect because the life that we create as mothers is, has like a lot of the in-between moments. And one of the biggest things for me is like, as a mom, you're the one that's always taking the pictures. You're never yeah. in pictures. And so one of the things that I really wanted to market was that it's just as important for you to be in pictures, no matter what you look like. Like if you feel like you have a hair out of place, or if you feel like you should have lost 40 more pounds, like that doesn't matter to me. And it's not going to matter to your kids. Like for example, Carissa's mom took so many pictures. Like Carissa has so like many pictures from her, from her family. Amount. And she has that now to look back on and her parents aren't here. And like her daughters are going to get that to look back on their grandma and their papa. So like, why it. wouldn't you want that for your kids when they're older? Right. I have some favorite pictures have been ones that Callie has taken where I felt so ugly, but I'm like, my kids love them. They're like, mom, you look so pretty. Even if I don't think I do. And that's, what's important. And we look at photo, like I, I print so many of the, I print, I, I'm a printer, picture, like <laughs> classic photo album. I like, buy yes. oh, I, me too. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so important to have hard copies and me and my kids look at them almost every night, if not like a couple of times a week. And like, my kids love looking through them and the, mm-hmm. the photos are really are so important, especially, yeah. yeah you know, if someone, any of your loved ones are going to leave and mm-hmm. how important actually having photos of them is. Yeah. And they're beautiful too. I mean, your photos are fantastic. Mm -hmm. They are. Thanks. (laughs) I love, I love how to just naturally, um, your guys's businesses mesh together. Yeah. They really do. It really wasn't. And we have worked on like projects together and I still try to make Callie come with me. She gave me an old. It's really hard to teach someone how to use a camera. I'm just not a great learner in that (laughs) aspect so I my photos come out like crap and so we do do a lot of projects together we've done a baby's first birthday together Mm -hmm. where Callie took photos of it and I did a graduation graduation. we did an open house we always do yeah open house we always do obviously our kids parties (laughs) together yes doing balloons and photos for all four of our kids and yeah so we do do deals sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to get us in the same place at the same time these days, but yeah, a lot of, um, I do a lot of baby shower balloons mm-hmm. and I will tell the mom they can take the balloons home to put them in the baby's room. So you can get newborn photos of the baby, you know, with the balloons and it kind of ties in with 
the baby shower, which is kind of sweet, it is. you know, when they're older, looking back on it. And that's something where like me and Callie could, you know, have a package together since she does the newborn photos and you kind of get the balloons in both of it. And it's just kind of like a little theme that is just cute yeah. to look back on, like a memory that's forever, even if the even balloons, if the balloons aren't, yeah, the balloons aren't forever, but they can still make an impact. You they know? are a long time though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I have a question, I guess, just for like right now and into your future, obviously, um, you know, Carissa, you had mentioned having like some PTSD and just kind of Mm -hmm. things like that. So what are you guys doing? Is there anything that you're doing currently to kind of, um, nurture your mental health as business owners moving forward, whether that's like upholding boundaries, maybe better than before or anything. Um, for me, uh, my previous job was just so chaotic that I, I hate not knowing what's next. I'm a planner and it was just never a plan. And so now I force myself to like sit down, even if I don't want to, like I sit down on like a Monday and I go through everything I need to do and I'm always at home. So I'm never like out of my home environment. So it gets hard for me because I'm just like a homebody. Like I like to like take my house in and just give my home energy and attention. <laughs> so I force myself to do those things. And I also, Callie, when she has days off, she will force me to take stupid reels or she'll be like, we're she's doing, doing like, we're doing marketing photos today, whether you like it or not. And <laughs> she helps me push to do that. And then if I see her post something, I'm like, well, crap, I should probably post something. <laughs> it's like, it's like, makes me think like, oh, you know, I could post something and this or that. So for me, it's just basically just, I have to force myself to get out of that uncomfortableness that I was like put into, not that I didn't want to be put into. Um, and I also still hold my boundaries. Like I, someone's like oh balloons tomorrow and I'm like no and I don't have it's easier for me now to like not have a problem telling people no Mm -hmm. and I yeah like on the weekends I'll be like I'm out of office for the weekends Mm -hmm. I don't reply to people past like six or seven which has really helped because I do feel like because honing your own business is hard like you're never off the clock but just by doing those few little boundaries I feel like I'm still able to enjoy my business and enjoy my personal time there was one day where I was like oh I just have to get this done really quick I had to make a flyer and Carissa was like I don't even pick up my computer on Sundays and I was like no it's okay it's just a quick little thing and she was like nope not no I'm gonna watch a movie I'm gonna watch a movie I'm just the way I decompress is um being a couch potato I've always been like that my whole life and so like I just have to like be one with my home yes for like a good day (laughs) I always so that's a big boundary for me like I have to be able to like disconnect and just be one with my home I've always been really introverted but I like one of the things that I had to do to make sure that I didn't get burnt out in my business is people like I will not respond to any inquiries over direct messages like if you if you want my attention and you want to get my full attention you can go to my website I learned very quickly that one I don't I thought I used to used to be really good at multitasking I don't think I am I don't think I can stay on a task for very long so I like I lose stuff in dms because I go weeks Mm -hmm. without checking them 
And so then like, I'll have missed out on a client or someone will think I'm ignoring them, but no, I just, I physically cannot handle looking at direct messages. So and that's so funny. Cause I'm opposite. Like, I don't care if people message me, I'll do just, not I'll tell them I'm like, Hey, I'll get back to you on Monday or Hey, I'll get back to you in a week yeah. or whatever time frame it is. Like I tell them, but and I see like, I think that's why I don't worry so much about like after business hours because I'll send an email real quick, but do not come in my DMs. I think, and also I think it's because people expect instant gratification with DMs. Whereas with email, yeah. people are like, oh, it's totally normal for that to be mm-hmm. not immediate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I always just like, I respond to people. I'm like, yeah, this sounds great. Like give me a couple of days yeah. to put something together or this and that. But it is hard people. And I've seen so many people that do business through DMs. And I'm like, how do you keep up with that? I can't do it. <laughs> well, it's also hard to separate like personal and business over social media sometimes. Even if you yes. have a business page, the personal yeah. stuff still creeps in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even just like people sliding up being like, oh, haha, or just, you know, silly little conversations. Yeah. And then I'll get lost. I'm like, hey, I was messaging, like I was just messaging Jordan the other day. And I was like going through and trying to find stuff. And that's the for somebody who wanted business. Yeah. You can't search a keyword in a DM. You can an email, but you can't in DMs. In my head, for some reason though, it just works. It like makes it like clicks in my head. Nope, not me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that person Instagram messaged me two days ago. I need to get back to her. Like, <laughs> oh, I know this person Facebook messaged me <laughs> a week ago <laughs> on Thursday six, and I need to message her back. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I get like anxiety about checking my email. Like I'm it's always like checking your bank account. Yeah. I'm always scared. I'm going to have an email. That's like, you owe $17,000, <laughs> you know, for what, but it's just like anxiety with the email. Or something. Like the IRS isn't going to DM you. Like I only get the bills. <laughs> so it's like scary. Yeah. So I'm like, I can't check my email. Speaking of the IRS, I got a bone to pick with them. <laughs> Callie hasn't got her return. She's mad. It's been two months. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I'm real mad. <laughs> I would be too. <laughs> yeah. My accountant was like, yeah, it's just what's happening. And I was like, I don't care. What about me? <laughs> I got needs. <laughs> I appreciate you guys coming on. Um, like I said before, I think this is a topic that some people are nervous to talk about or yeah. like scared yeah. to open up about. So I do think. And people think they're only ones in this situation and you're not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. People are so, scared to like speak, not speak back to a boss but know their worth in a workplace yeah mm-hmm. which is Absolutely. not to like roll with it super hard but to just you know like know like the minimum boundaries that you should how you should be treated and right like so I guess my question is for our listeners if anybody is in a similar situation and um I don't know wants to reach out and ask is that something that you guys are open to doing absolutely We'll talk about this shit till we're red in the face. Honestly. <laughs> okay, it's a way cool. of healing for us. Yeah, I've literally yeah. talked to my therapist about this stuff. Yeah, and it's like, and we've had people message us even before about like you did the same business or their business. They're like, I've had this and this, and like, what did you do? How do and you deal with it? Yeah, what do you is, suggest? It is a weird situation. It's it like, is. Mm-hmm. They cool. don't teach you this in high school. No, <laughs> what do they? They don't teach you what? I was just. They don't teach you anything important. No, like you're just talking. Yeah your boss is the boss and they're in charge but it's like bosses can be wrong sometimes and I really cried in my econ class because I was scared I wasn't gonna get an A <laughs> oh my gosh. 
we are anti-high school over here so (laughs) (laughs) at least current high school the way it is right now definitely needs some updates you would think it's been a long time with this curriculum let's change it Mm -hmm. (laughs) um well i guess last thing is just letting everyone know where they can find you do you want to give us your handles where where to book where to email (laughs) no (laughs) deal I'm low photo on everything. Yeah, okay. I think I'm for Nori Creations and it's N-U-O-R-I. People get that confused a lot. I even had a mishap where I misspelled it. <laughs> <laughs> it. Like the U comes before the O and it's just like doesn't process in your fingers when you're typing. So I had messed up my business name even. Um, yeah. it's just not normal English but it's because it's Swedish so it is N-U yeah well and anyone who's nervous about getting them wrong we will also have it in the show notes (laughs) yeah I have gone wrong myself so no worries that's awesome um do you guys have anything coming up that you want to like plug my I mean I'm I'm booked out until like going into August and September so like I just always tell people reach out to me early. Yeah. Because you might not be thinking about it long term, but you're going to have to. <laughs> yeah. I have most of my weekends booked. But the thing is, even if it's on like a Saturday and if the location is like at your home, I can come do balloons on like Wednesday or Thursday. And they'll still be fine. Yeah. Oh, right. But same with that. It's like better to book as soon as you know. <laughs> Okay. Well, maybe wanting something rather yeah. than like last minute because I just I can't accept last minute things for shipping reasons and mental health reasons mainly. But <laughs> also, yeah, you might just not have what you need in stock. Okay. Well, good to know because I turned thirty in December, so we're having a they're mean- planning now. <laughs> we're having a Mean Girls themed party at Denise's house. So uh, we'll need some balloons. Oh, we'll need Callie it. there to capture it all. Oh my so, god! Yes. That's- yes. We'll get, get on our books. <laughs> you, I'll email theme. you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> That's a good theme. And everyone has to dress up as a character, but no one can be the same character. Ooh. Or the same outfit, you know? Same. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or the same scene character. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. There's lots of options. So there many. Is it going to be on a Wednesday? <laughs> If we were cool, it would be on a Wednesday, but no. <laughs> we have we have, we have children. Wednesday. Honestly. Yeah. Wednesdays we wear pink. Yeah. We'll just pretend it's Wednesday. Yeah. Right. The yeah. calendar when you walk in today is Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> it's October 3rd. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, Jordan's birthday is close enough. <laughs> People will be like, it's yeah. winter, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited for this. Well, thanks, ladies. Yes. Thank you for having us. All right. Well, Jordan, do you want to tell them, tell the listeners where they can find us? Girl. Um, <laughs> no, you can do that. <laughs> you, you can find us at mental, M podca- <laughs> at mental M Podcast on all the social medias. Our email is mmpodcast1 at gmail.com. You can find me at Denise Serino on Instagram and you can find Jordan. Yeah, it's uh, Torres, J-A-A-Y, Mrs. Because I'm not going to change it, you guys. Okay? 
No, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> All right. Thanks, ladies. Thank, Thank you. you.